Yo, what up? Welcome back to Plan Chat Overwatch. We're here with episode 124. Wow, it's been a while. <laughs> this offseason's been long, Whoa. but we actually have some stuff to talk about. And hopefully we will continue to have stuff to talk about. Sorry, sorry about Bren. He's uh we were we were planning on recording, but he hasn't turned up yet and we have to get on with it. So, you know, we'll we'll just deal with that as it happens. Um so yeah, we the the stuff to talk about this week is actually pretty decent. Matt can't be on the episode because we're going to be talking about leaks, and he knows far too much about whether they're true or not. But the rest of us know very little about a lot of things in life, so we can have conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was that Overwatch Two live stream as well that uh, the, that we wanted to crack into as well. You did a you did a co stream for it, didn't you, Connor? No, not the dev live stream. I just did it for the O two shock co-match oh i saw tons to, of people tons no, of people were doing the co-stream for that day i wasn't able i wasn't able to do a co-stream for it at the time because i was like doing with a bunch of what a crazy time in the corpo world lately so <laughs> i haven't i haven't i'm out of time to, to borpa to business what is it yeah it's, it's been borpa business, it's been borpa mm. business time. so if matt was here we could talk about that you know we could send emails back and forth set up <laughs> meetings and conferences but uh overall did not do we'll a coach, but I did watch it. I did watch the dev coach stream. Um, and I, it's it's interesting shit. It's uh, it's some shit there. Yeah. So, wh what were the big takeaways? I mean, the big takeaways were like Doomfist was confirmed to be a tank. That was something that they discussed. We kind of already knew that. Pink I feel system like. is cool. What? Sorry. Pink system is cool. We already knew about the pink system, but yeah. Yeah, but it sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. What? what yeah. I mean, do we want to touch a little bit on the ping system first? What? What would was there anything new shared in this video about yeah. the ping system? Anything unusual about how it works or what we can they expect explained from it? Explain a bit how it works. Yeah, they were basically like you can ping someone and it remains uh, on them until they like walk around a corner or like disappear, like using you know an ability to like Moira's fate. I think they reference or something like that. Mm. So it's more like a tracking system, sounds like, which is pretty cool in many ways because yeah, yeah. that would mean that you could like target focus down um yeah that's pretty heroes well having to communicate stuff like that so oh what the <laughs> Ba-boo! sorry to interrupt special episode today where have you been what's uh, what's going on are you gonna go fight kill john wick chain? what's going on <laughs> john wick. word on the street is we have information about overwatch 2 yeah we've got a little bit yeah we've got some so you got dressed up huh? Such such an interesting episode. You had to get dressed up in a suit to discuss Overwatch 2. I tell you, we we'll got some. Ripped. I tell you, we got some big news to talk about. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Sounds good to like me. The, you look like the son that that like that was gonna be hunted down by John Wick in the various movies. You look like the mobster's son that was just like like everyone hated that guy, and he's like hiding. And he's like, Dad, you gotta protect me from John Wick, and like that. That's that's kind of your vibe right now with that. Uh -huh. get up. It's good though. It looks good though. Thank Wait, Avas, can we explain your vibe real quick? <laughs> it somehow got more desolate. <laughs> it empty? What about it? Uh, so this room is being renovated, and so they've taken out what little they've taken out the bunks where they kept the prisoners, and <laughs> now it's just a blank wall that I'm using to record essentially until they add the new furniture because this is not like I said, it hasn't been my office for a while. So it's just 
blank walls in this room. <laughs> Incredible. It's just, it's almost a regression. You expect somebody to get more and more set decoration or more and more something going on in the background. And you are going further and further away. Yeah. Well, eventually, I will be in a room that probably will have more life in it. But for the time being, it's easier for me to use this abandoned room. Brandon, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brand reminds me out of, of Ralph from Sopranos. I don't know if you guys watched Sopranos. I haven't watched it. I can't <laughs> stop Sopranos. seeing it now. Yes. And it just looks like See, Ralph it's a mobster. It's just mobster vibes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. It is. He's yeah. about to... <laughs> I mean, literally, uh, whatever, whatever. We'll get Can into we get down this. to business? Yeah, let's... <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> Wait, you're doing so dirty with that picture. Dude, I actually have that hairline. Yeah, you do. You and do. it's the I mean he doesn't have the suit on then, but you know, he's he's part of the part of the gang. Oh he's he's not a good person, Brandon. He's no. Not, no. He's right. not a good person. He's not someone to model yourself after. No. Most of the people in Sopranos aren't particularly. But uh okay, dev live stream. What happened? So you just walked in, poured yourself a cup of tea, you got a suit on, interrupted the show. We were talking about an Overwatch 2 dev live stream that happened. Uh-huh. Yeah? Where they were talking about the alpha, they were talking about the ping system, they confirmed Doomfist was a tank, they had Aaron Keller talking you to Zoe. Date. Huh? Dates? Dates? I think we already had dates before this, well, didn't no, we? No, they didn't they didn't have this I don't they just said late April. Now the confirmed date for the beta is April twenty sixth. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Oh, right. So they had said late April, and then they confirmed it yeah. to be April 26th. Okay. All right. Well, that lines up. That is late April. So yeah. that's good. That's mm -hmm. good for everybody to know. <laughs> <laughs> also, it does... The interesting part about that date is that it's a week before the Overwatch League start date. So it is... That means the public will have access to the beta for a week before Overwatch League starts, which I think is cool because a lot of people were speculating it was going to happen like either the same week or after mm. Overwatch League started. But now that means that people will actually be able to look at the game that is going to be being played professionally as well. Like they actually have some sort of grasp on it. Right. Does everyone get access? No, it doesn't sound like it. They I mean, said for the dev stream. Right? You have to sign up and they haven't, they didn't really fully elucidate how the system is going to work. Elucidate. It's not, yeah. But they did. A yeah, I'm using a lot. I'm using lubricate. a lot of vocab words today. Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Well, no, they didn't say. They didn't actually talk about anything about who has access because people were people were befuddled when they tuned into an XQC stream and he just pulled up the alpha. <laughs> He just tabs in, and it's just Overwatch 2 <laughs> as the loading screen, and he's like, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I think afterwards, actually, in the clip, he's, he's saying, oh, fuck, dude, I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I don't know. There's something very XPC funny about it. Uh, also, it's kind of rude for me to say this, but, like, what, what were the odds that, like, XQC would do that? that that's like Josh leaking a player move. It's like, I know. who I know. else? You Listen, know, it just it, it, even if I was involved with the Overwatch League this year, I, I wouldn't blame them if they didn't let me into the alpha or the beta <laughs> or anything because I would be like, <laughs> look at his face, don't look at his face. <laughs> oh my god, man! It's just it, it's actually incredible though that this is the first like leak you know like big leak from any sort of creator of sorts yeah. like 
That's mm-hmm. the first one. That's actually pretty impressive to me. That is quite impressive, honestly. It, it it shows you the kind of punishments that they've got in the NDA, I think. Like fucking thumbscrews and stuff that Blizzard can legally <laughs> use if you violate their NDA. Uh, not bad, not bad. I mean, a leak like that, though, is only good for the Overwatch 2 people because it, it generates enough hype without actually showing anything. It didn't yeah. show a thing. Sure there was fine. not a single a thing leaked. They snuck him like two grand, just like, hey, pop it up on stream. Five seconds. <laughs> five, just five seconds. We'll get it he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be able to coordinate that. He wouldn't be able to do that. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else did we get from this dev live stream? Um, what, 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 Connor, walk me through it. Should I get, should I uh, undress? No. no. I like no, you being you in your suit. Is, I, I think it's nice. I think well, it's it sounds nice. like there's not much to talk about. No, no, no. No, there there's, is. No, listen. There's stuff listen. to talk about in a second. I got dressed up because I thought it was a special occasion. Well, there's some special occasion thanks to Yiska later on because he got <laughs> a bunch of leaks <laughs> out there into Whoa. the public. But this live stream... The live stream, thing in live they, they talked about the they talked about the ping system. Yeah. They talked about the release date, and then they also started talking about the the you know some of the people that they have access to it so far, which was like the pro players, obviously friends and family, and then trusted partners, which XQC is of that list apparently. <laughs> oh, apparently, <laughs> apparently trusted. Apparently, he's a trusted. Maybe partner. banned from trusted, the Overwatch League, but a trusted partner. Leaked Overwatch two under NDA on stream. So I mean, like, it implies that obviously, and I think we would have to be stupid to not already know this. Uh, is that there's a bunch of content creators likely already in the Overwatch two alpha, like a lot yeah. of them that are currently under NDA. If XCC has it, there's no doubt that all that all the major content creators, especially ones that are relevant to Overwatch, are in there currently. So that's what's kind of like. Obviously you have it, Josh. State. What? Sorry. You have it. I'm not a content creator, mate. And also, if you they gave it to me, to I would have already shown it on stream. Oh. <laughs> that, that, that's that's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> the, and then they um, confirmed the Doomfist rework. He's now a tank. Yes. He's no longer a DPS. We'll talk about and... that later on as well because I want to run through Yiska's article where he talks about that. Yeah. And but, that, but I, they officially confirmed that though in right, the live yeah. stream. I'm saying we're just it, running through everything. Didn't they, they say that though? No, they hadn't the officially stated that They've before. Never officially they said it. everything's on the table at some point. We've even been they, testing Doomfist as a tank. They said yeah, they've been considering it, but that was mm-hmm. months ago. They, yeah. they hadn't said that was something they'd implemented. Oh, okay. um, at the time, I think the, the article Bren is referencing, they were like, at the end of the day, he's a DPS hero and he doesn't have a tank ability. So yeah, I guess we'll have to figure that out. So <laughs> they were far away from him being a tank at the time. Yeah. Well, now they've given him a shield. He's just got a really big shield like Reinhardt. <laughs> um, what else was there? Uh, Connor, you wanted to talk, touch on a little bit like their patching philosophy as well uh, because they'd been talking about the idea of like having the pros integrated into the alpha has given them new ideas about what is overpowered and what is potentially needs to be tweaked. I know that they were discussing that kind of system and then people they were did. posting uh people were posting memes about jake terrorizing the devs <laughs> there was a meme that i saw where it's like a, a young girl hiding underneath a counter and it's just jake coming around the corner like the terminator <laughs> in like these alpha games i think it splits like so it's kind of due to two discussion points here and like johnny did technically write this down in our live chat so we had a bit of a guide but like we do have two discussion points one is this dev stream what we really wanted them to do? This is the first thing. Did we actually want this dev stream? And secondly, <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? So that's like the, so that's the second part. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of wild. All right. Well, let's, right. First of all, let's tackle the first one. Is this kind of communication what we're looking for? Because the, the community has been just 
desperate for any news about anything. And yeah. then when they get a when they get a live stream that tells them some little bits and pieces, they're like, "You didn't tell us anything. This was a waste of time." Like fucking who was it that, that someone had a a clip where they were just asleep or something? There, there was literally <laughs> a sure. highly upvoted clip that was on I think the competitive Overwatch subreddit of I want to say it was Redshell, but I don't know exactly who it was. Of just a streamer just asleep listening to the devlet live stream <laughs> and just that was the community reaction was just like this was boring you can't have it you can't have it like you can't always only get juicy shit but i think that's to be some level of communication that's just the, yeah, the normal but, stuff but it's the it, i think it's the fact that it was radio silence for so long mm. and then it was like you get a trickle yeah you're allowed a little bit which i i it's think refeeding syndrome if you give them too much they'll die <laughs> yeah i think it's fine as long as they do more of watch dev live streams like in the future if they're planning them on a more regular basis but they're slowly right. going to release more and more information in the lead up to the mm -hmm. beta like that's that's good but if this is just one small little um section that they wanted to just release mm -hmm. and and they're like ah the masses will be happy now right but right. in reality yeah. you've just been starving them for so long that they've already listen they've stormed the castle <laughs> the, 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 the town is on fire they've taken the grain you're not gonna be able to feed <laughs> um no, I, I think it was a great. I think it was a great initiative. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm happy that we get these dev streams, and I I hope we continue to get them. But I think it's like you guys said, like there's just been radio silence for so long that by the time they actually go live, you're just like, what's going on? Going on? Like, tell us about the leveling system in PVE, which isn't done yet, because they just want big announcements. But uh, I'm appreciative of just the smaller things. Then again, it wasn't perfect. Like the fact there wasn't no gameplay footage at all. I think it was a big oversight. But if they reiterate on this concept, they, you know, work on it. We get every week, every two weeks, we get an update for an hour, talk to some devs, maybe talk to an audio designer, talk to an animator, talk to a, you know, whatever it is. Just like some small insight into the into the minds of Team 4 with some gameplay and maybe unveiling a small system. Just like the ping system. Just show us like 15 seconds, 20 seconds of the ping system and how it works. Just show us a video. And mm. everyone would have loved do you think that's, it. So. Do you think that's the problem, that it would have been better received by the community if they'd made something short and sweet that actually showed some footage? You know, they're like, they talk about Doomfist as a tank, and they show five seconds of Doomfist playing tank, so you see, like, the ability icons or something. Do you think that would have got people more excited? <laughs> or even the ping system, like, talk about the ping system in a 10-minute video, show 15 seconds of the ping system. Would that have made people more excited than, like, an hour-long live stream where they talk i mean the it's whole time. different content right i mean for, for the longest time we've had these youtube videos where they're like do the the uh i mean i don't i don't remember what they call the developer ones. updates the developer updates you know and they they kind of work as like one kind of content but also if you told me that we would get these bi-weekly developer streams i mean start a podcast start an overwatch podcast like every two weeks <laughs> and just like for an hour talk to a dev about something cool whoa you know? whoa 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 whoa! don't give me money ideas man <laughs> I, just, I think it's a great idea it's just some better execution and it would be perfect mm -hmm. and yeah, the, the, the viewer expectation is more in line with what they actually will get right okay than, well let's go on to the second part of this topic which connor you framed it as what the fuck they doing? But oh, well, I actually had, I actually had, I'm going to add an addendum. Oh, to the last please do, topic. please do. I actually have, I have a lot of key points. I have a lot of points. I molded. I'm not going to lie. I molded watching this dev live stream, but it's not because I didn't appreciate they were doing it. It's because it was clear they didn't know what they wanted to do with the product. Like Johnny mentioned, like the developer updates with Jeff Kaplan. 
that was a really good piece because you had a central figurehead where Jeff could calmly explain shit to you and it was all script like who knows if it was fully scripted right but at least he probably had like a bullet of points of like things he was going through and he could follow through and also if he ever fucked up they could just cut it he could go again you know like that's the good thing about vod content live stream content is very different than like a vod style content and how you present it and the reality is Aaron Keller and developing like when he when he talks about the game of overwatch it's like trying to un I, I, it's like he's speaking not english like he's like it's so garbled and like just like running over his own points he's he's not a great presenter like in a live stream format he's probably a great presenter in a vod format i think a lot of the problems that people have with the dev live stream is that this was clearly like thrown together they wanted to have some content for the people to have some communication but they didn't think about like how to present it they didn't think about like what are how what's our manner we're going to present it like how concise like what's the level of detail we, they just threw i felt like it just threw them in front of a screen and let them talk you know mm. and i felt like that's not what people want you want to have like a direction when you do your when you do your communication or else people are going to feel frustrated especially if you don't have like substantial stuff to show them and johnny i think your point was a really good point where you said like when they do a dev live stream they should be accompanying it with assets like here's our ping system like, here's what we've been working on. Here's, like, this snapshot of the game that we can focus and talk about in a live format that we can't really do as well in a VOD format or, like, it feels, like, more organic, right? I think if you're – if they're, the devs don't feel as comfortable or at least aren't as, in my opinion, as good at delivering communication in a live format, they should just do it in the developer update style that Jeff Kaplan used to do. And I think they could, like, make it a lot better because they can cut the pieces they don't like. They can give them a bullet point of stuff to go through. They can rehearse it. They can go over stuff. And they can probably feel less pressure than talking in front of an audience because yeah. it felt like that was the big issue was that they just weren't comfortable doing the live stream and talking succinctly. Maybe a vote format would help that, but also... Jeff was just a, a special case where I remember uh, the Overwatch World Cup in 2018. Just we were behind the stage and they were announcing something, and Jeff's just walking out there. He doesn't have an in ear, doesn't have a script prepped. No, and he's just the man was just going out there and winging it. Yeah, like he was actually just going out there and winging it with the. Yeah, but that's still just like that's the fact of life with like everyone that's not comfortable with live speaking. They're probably better just put in front of a camera and let them do a couple takes versus yeah, just a live yeah. speak. You know, no, you can sure. rehearse I, it. I you agree. can be a lot more concise. And I think that was the biggest issue that a lot of people had was like, yeah, there wasn't a lot of information presented, but they also presented not a lot of information over like an hour and a half. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they needed to just like if you're gonna present nothing, do it in ten minutes versus an hour and a half, right? Like. Cool. That's just like a more concise form of communication. And I yeah, don't that's, think that's our job wrong. to present nothing yeah. over the course of an hour and a half. Exactly. That's what and we're doing here. <laughs> that's what we need to do. So I, so that that's my biggest complaint with them is that they just probably need to refocus the way they want to communicate and think about it a little bit more effectively. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with dev updates. I think it's great. I think more communication, fantastic. But if you're just sitting there just talking over yourself for like an hour, no one's going to like it. You yeah. Know? Like sure. no yeah. Listen, Aaron Keller. If you step onto our turf and start ringing your bullshit over an hour and a half, I'll send Ralph onto you, all right? And then, <laughs> and then you will not like what you get. Yeah. Do you see these skinny arms? <laughs> um, That's power right there. Okay. That's power. That was the first half of the discussion. I didn't think we'd start the Overwatch podcast by threatening Aaron Keller. <laughs> well, it's not a real threat. I'm not, I don't want it to be framed like I'm that. I'm not your hired muscle. You can't just wave me around as this... 
you're not muscle. Never mind hired muscle. <laughs> you're neither hired nor muscle. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. You got the dress for it, Bryn. You got it's it's the, the, it's the implication of muscle. Yeah, he's dressing for the job yeah. he wants. This is you ever been to a club yeah. and you see like the fucking scrawny dude and the big dude, and the scrawny dude checks the IDs. <laughs> I'm the I'm the scrawny dude who's checking the IDs. Yeah. Oh um, okay. Connor, I think you had another aspect to your molding as well. I did. I had another. I had, so the Do you want to take a deep breath? What is this, the Connor show? I don't know. Connor, I mean, what is this point you like got? No, it seems like no one. Did anyone else watch the live stream here? Or well, was it just okay, me? So I didn't, but I also wasn't supposed to be on this episode. <laughs> so so <laughs> I have an excuse. Brynn has it out. So oh. does, I mean, Brynn's complaining. Like, I just have a lot of points to say. No, I was, I was making a little first. joke. I, I, I was about to make another joke. I was like, well, you're not, not allowed to talk in prison. I they don't the, give you talking time. <laughs> I watched the highlights of it afterwards because it's too long for me to bother watching. I, I just get the How long cliff was it? notes afterwards. It was like over an hour, wasn't I, it? I did the, the, yeah, I did the classic like armchair analyst thing where I was just like reading the reactions to it. And that's what I'm basing <laughs> my opinions <laughs> off of. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Well, then on, I'll talk. just lead and we'll leapfrog because everyone here can leapfrog based off these points and we can have good mm -hmm. discussion. Please you know, do. That's a good thing about a podcast is that so, so the second part is they so they talked about the feedback. We talked about some of these key partners. We like the pros. They talked about how they had like obviously there's content creators in this. They have friends and family and shit. John Spector was there and he's talking about like, oh, yeah, I got my cousins in it. And like I'm frothing at the mouth at that, by the way. I'm just like, oh, you got your little cousin in there? What, is he going to do arithmetic <laughs> afterwards when I'm ready to like get me in there, John? <laughs> and then... So that's that's the first part. And then, <laughs> oh, it's friends and family stuff. Like, are you surprised? That's yeah, normal. I mean, I, I I know, but I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you're what, not what, friends, what and you're not family. Gonna give you? Get what the fuck out. is he gonna give you? Like, he doesn't have anything to. Like, I can't tell you anything nice. So, so then they're talking about how they found it surprising because they they found it surprising how weak supports and main tanks were in this alpha build, and they found that a lot of this feedback from the pro players and like these partners was really helpful because they like didn't even consider that. And I'm sitting there like, you didn't consider that supports would be weaker minus the tank, minus the tank to peel for them. And, and then they brought up like all these various, like these various design, design philosophies of like how it was fairly obvious to anyone that had played, like how it was going to play out. And then it was a positive note though, because they said like, okay, we're getting this feedback. We're getting this feedback from the players. Good. But like, it made me still rip out the remaining hair because I'm like, holy shit, these people are designing the game because like, it's just like, I trust them a lot with the game design philosophy, but it's very clear. There's still a huge disconnect, even after four or five years of Overwatch one of like how the roles interact within the game. And it made, it kind of scared me a little bit, but I am very glad that they have gotten, it seems that they've made sure to get players in early to give feedback so we can, and I think they've learned from those mistakes so they can like start balancing it early. Cause then they also said like, oh, we weren't planning to patch like the alpha really at all. Just roll the alpha to the beta. And, and then, but then we've already made a patch because of some of these suggestions and stuff. And I'm like, you weren't gonna patch the alpha? The, the, the thing that's supposed to be the most raw form of it, the most magma. Well, it's just a label that you apply to it. If they think it's ready to roll out to beta, then. Well, but even so, you, you introduce the alpha to the pros and to content creators and whoever else, because presumably you're looking for feedback to patch. Mm, in the day, what do you in, do? You, in the modern you, days you, of game development, it's not really the case anymore. It's, but we're not it's more alphas used, as a, access. But, alphas but, used as a term of development in terms of like when they're releasing it for very close testing and then beta just goes to the next I know, but, th but think about what's happening. As soon as the beta's released, there's one week before pro games. Yeah, great. So if you're not planning to patch between Listen, alpha beta, you've got a week to fix it before it's happening in the Overwatch I would have been, been amazing at casting that. 
Just literally using the word pandemonium every fucking cast, every single second, every map. Yeah. Chaos. So it was just concerning to me hearing those things because I was like, you weren't planning to patch and you weren't, you didn't expect any of these basic hero interactions to take place that everyone knew was going to take place. Like, you didn't think Zenyatta without a Diva appeal was just going to get absolutely <laughs> butt blasted by Tracer 24 7. Like, you didn't think about this. Like, I, so it was concerning, but I think. I'm still positive. I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to histrionics yet because of the <laughs> fact that they they've included pro player feedback early, but it, I, just, it was concerning to me. Can I play devil's advocate? Please do. The I, I was actually. I think despite the fact that like obviously um the game of Watch One didn't get that many heroes introduced in the later obviously recently at all, mm. but I think the this might be a hot take, but I I felt like the balance went into a much better direction in the last two years of the game. Does anyone agree that's, with that? I don't think yeah. that's a hot take. No, that's not a hot take. Yeah, I think that's fair. Was it the last two or was it just the last one? Well, I think Echo was released like five years ago. <laughs> so I don't know. I've lost track ago. of time. Echo was released oh, was literally two, two, years two years ago. Yeah, Echo like, was on the dot released about two years ago. Yeah, yeah. so Echo Echo was like kind of really overtuned. But then when they went through like the phase of balance changes, I felt like the game generally was in a good place. Yeah. Personally. But, yeah, no, I, I felt like last season was, last year was pretty excellent balance yeah. yeah but but that also could just be luck i mean one year out of six you're probably gonna get it decent well here's how i think about it as well is that they shifted over a lot of the development cycle to overwatch 2 at a certain mm. point but somebody had to manage overwatch 1 yeah and doing the balance for that yeah the intern was doing the balance and that's why it was good promote them <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> like seriously because somebody had to be managing like the pvp aspect of overwatch 1 while all that was going on yeah. while the development was focusing on overwatch 2 and that's largely pve and I it's think clear it that, be, that still be the same team though i think they'd just yeah be splitting I, time. I, listen i can't comment on it i don't know the, the internal dynamics of these mm. developers sorry johnny i didn't mean to interrupt the no, I was just was you're discussing about how the balancing team operates. Yeah, but <laughs> this is yeah. this is my theory crafted in my head though, is that obviously when they're shifting players over, it would have to give more responsibility to like the management of the balance. Like somebody would take ownership of that, I guess. And whoever that is, listen, promote them. <laughs> because I give them give them a bit more power. Give him, I give him more power, I, I, I also give him control just of the whole system. Complete unbelievable speculation into how the hierarchy of the balance team works. It's entirely. Just, you think Jeff Goodman was just like, hey, yo, uh, yo, hey, intern from USC or whatever, can you just balance intern, Overwatch no. 1 and I'll work on this Overwatch 2? Well, so this, is just, this is all, I, I think it's besides the point because it's obviously easier to balance with a game that's been out for like five <laughs> years and you know the exact confines of the game at this point. Like to but me, yeah, balancing yeah. the game in the last oh, two sure. years is the easiest it's probably ever been because like they've worked out all the systems yep. they have a framework to work with and all they're doing is just taking input it seems like they just got better at taking player input and just putting it back into the balance I but agree. now we're going to overwatch one or overwatch two i should say or overwatch two early access depending on what happens with the beta i don't know and like we're going out there and we're redesigning all the systems again and it seems to me when i look at these interactions they still didn't understand some of the hero interactions without mm. getting pro player feedback, right? Right? Like intuitively, like I'm just asking you a question. Intuitively, after your experience with the Overwatching product in Overwatch, wouldn't you assume that Zenyatta is quite weak to Tracer without D.Va, right? Like you would just assume intuitively without someone to appeal for Zenyatta, he's quite weak to Tracer or to a dive hero. But they were reacting like this was like huge news to them that like minus one tank meant that supports were weaker. But this is like the, like, but I'm saying overall, it's a positive thing. It's a positive thing that they've integrated. <laughs> they've integrated. 
I'm trying right. to not mold the completely. No, I get you. Get this topic. No, I get you. Let's, I can already see let's the comments from people. It's like, dude, let's, why are they even talking about this? If only Connor watched it. If only Connor and Johnny watched it. Say, I, I will say, this is, sorry, Brent, I interrupted you. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, Sorry, Brent. Uh, but um, I, I did worry. say I'm this last week. I'm not going to break your knuckles. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm not be dressed Christ. for it, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> Knowing Ralph as well. That's a weird, uh, that's a weird bone to break. Last week, I did, I did say, like, two months is, of course, like a, a, you know, a decent amount of time to actually prepare for uh, the, the Overwatch League. But I, I am worried that, like, the pros, they play the game entirely different from, like, some of the testers Absolutely. and developers. Yeah. And they can really push it to different limits. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they can sort some of this stuff and actually get it ready for the Overwatch League. So the first week of OWL is actually, like, genuinely really good Overwatch 2 gameplay. Because I think that's going to be quite difficult to balance that out. And I think this also sets the precedent to some degree that for future hero releases, you should probably get some of these players under NDA and test them early, like before Agreed. they're out, to make sure Agreed. that uh, some of this stuff implements seamlessly and isn't just batshit overpowered or that breaks the game in some yeah. kind of way. So. No, I completely agree with that as well. <clears throat> so the, the big topic, though, for today is that Yiska has talked to some sources who have access to Overwatch 1, uh, sorry, access to Overwatch 2, and there's, there's leaks there about the new abilities. But before we go into that, I'm baiting Cub. Before we go into that, <laughs> have you ever wanted to talk to a journalist, but you're thinking, wait a second, my online security could be compromised. Maybe they might Blizz find out who I am. Maybe Blizzard will backtrace my IP address and find out who I am. I don't want to get wow IP banned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to get IP banned. Well, have I got the product for you? NordVPN <laughs> is sponsoring this episode, and you should try and sign up. Go to nordvpn.com/platchat or use code platchat, <laughs> and they won't even know what country you're from because you can launch up NordVPN and just with a single click of a button. You can look like <laughs> you can look like you're coming from Japan or Korea or yeah. France or wherever you like, wherever you like. Uh, NordVPN is genuinely sick VPN. I use it all the time for various different things, some of which I won't discuss. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's a great product. It's a fantastic product. And uh, if you <laughs> don't make that face at me, sir, stop making that face. And they've been kind enough to sponsor our episodes recently as well. So go and check them out. Go and check out our partners. And if you ever need to talk to Yiska about something, then you should probably yep. take a look at your online security because Activision Blizzard will track you down and, and uh, hunt your family for violating that NDA. Players are going to frame other OWL players now. Like they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna connect to a VPN and just like oh I'm Norwegian and then Bliss was like oh fuck this only god guy send, <laughs> really send your IP to a forest in Sweden yeah they know that there's only one person who lives in a forest in Sweden that has access snow. to this all <laughs> 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 okay so the NDA has been compromised there are some new abilities that have been leaked some hero reworks some some redesigns I think. There's no real reason to doubt the validity of this report from Yiska because there'd be no reason to make this shit up when there are genuinely people who have access to the alpha at the moment. So what does this article say? It starts out by saying several sources have shared that the gameplay experience has held steady to Overwatch's profile while encountering noticeably fewer shields, which I think is a cool point that he actually brings up right from the beginning, that it still feels like Overwatch. It's just a more you know, FPS-y kind of Overwatch where you're shooting shields a bit less, which is a good a thing from most people. That. That's if, what if most people would describe like that, to be good. That is going to be sick. Um, 
So then the majority of sources, uh, Yiska says, described a noticeable change in how the game plays, have pointed out the tank role to have been the most affected. Um, so moving on, though, Sojourn. Sojourn has left a strong first impression and is likely overtuned. She dishes out an oppressive amount of damage through her railgun ability, allowing her to one-shot headshot 200 HP targets. <laughs> and her disruptor shot, which is a grenade-like field that also slows enemies in an area around it. So you slow your enemy, you can get an even easier headshot. Hmm. Um, and then she has a power slide, which is horizontal and vertical, which Yiska is saying in practice plays like a more fluid version of Exo Boost. Yeah. So not only vertical, but also like, That's I guess... the Apex players right now. Yeah, I know. Or like like a neon slide that they just added into Valorant, except you can also do it vertically too. That sounds that sounds sick. Like this yeah. this hero sounds, I mean, probably busted. But even if they down tune her a bit, pretty fucking cool. I mean, I read railgun and uh, power slide, and I think about quake. That's yeah. pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm stoked. Yes, all the other thirty-five-year-olds going to be losing their mind for that one. <laughs> I think I, I do think that I, I do think that overall the she just sounds busted. She just sounds kind of busted. Like when you have vertical and horizontal mobility plus a slow plus a one-shot. When you put good. it like that, that sure. sounds pretty good, right? That sounds pretty she, good. Sounds, she sounds very versatile. Fun. Yeah, she does sound fun, though. But she sounds maybe like a no fun, fun hero. She against. sounds like a good introduction. Like, for a new hero, for the start of Overwatch 2, for, like, what is redesigning, like, what we're redefining Overwatch to be, and, like, this more fluid arena shooter, <laughs> I think this is probably the face of what it would be, I, of what you'd want, you know? Honestly, I'm not... Bren's just gone to close the door, I think, because he's... He, there's some... There's some washing happening. There we go. Uh, the... I'm not opposed. I don't know about you lot, but I'm not opposed to having the model of new hero starts out a bit too powerful not crazy but like a bit overtuned and then they tune them down over time i'm not opposed to that that's the game I, dev classic i'd actually yeah i know but i yeah. but i know that a lot of the time it's like cynically we want people to buy this agent or champion if it's riot but like you're not gonna buy sojourn they're in the game to begin with and the beginning of the overwatch league i'd actually kind of like to see a lot of Sojourn being played early, yeah. just so you get a feel for it. It's I wouldn't be mad easier. if it started about a bit easier to balance down rather than trying to buff. Mm. Because sometimes you end up with there's a thin line, and you end up with you think of um, Sombra when she was introduced, mm. and it was so tricky for them to balance her. Properly. Yeah, um, even Anna as well. They thought Anna was undertuned, right? Because they buffed Anna after yeah, she they was did. after she was released. Yeah, and then she became like incredibly meta. So it's like a you're on a basically a tipping point where if you go too far over, suddenly it's just like whoa, holy moly! People just hadn't quite figured out the hero. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What do you think? Would it be a good idea for? Do you want to see a bunch of sojourn at the beginning, Johnny? If you're on the desk and watching the games, do you want to do you want to see a shit ton of that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course. I I, I think that goes for every time a new hero is released. I I think that just makes sense. Uh, keep the game refreshing, and you know, whether it's been Echo in the past or Batiste before that, it's just like I think that it just adds another dimension to the gameplay. That's really fun um, to follow, and everyone's really excited about it. And we've been waiting for Sojourn for quite some time now. Oh, so so I think uh, so. I think everyone is just uh, really stoked to see this in action. It sounds like, given what they what they're talking about here as well, that it's a pretty 
packed kit. I mean, if you can one-shot people, like Widowmaker, I suppose, like, and then you have a slow as well and a vertical and horizontal movement on a five-second cooldown, I'm like, okay, when do you need to play uh, Cassidy? When do you need to play... Uh, Earlier, so cool. yeah, I uh, it's seventy six. Like, yeah, so like <laughs> it sounds like uh, we'll be uh, getting quite a bit of sojourn. I'm stoked. If stage one was just like known as like the the sojourn stage, I I you know that'd be cool. But if we're going to uh, you know the mid season tournament and sojourn it turns out to be the best uh, hero in Overwatch history, then I'll be like, come on, guys. Hello. Sure, sure. They they did show a little bit of sojourn in the past, right? With one of their yeah. What what yeah. was it? Was it like um, uh, I can't remember when they showed it. It definitely showed it. Like it ages ago, it was ages ago. I know what you're time, talking it? about. It was like the first when they first reviewed. Was it like at the end of Overwatch League or something? I can't. I literally remember can't remember. It no. it's been lost oh, into the misty it. pasts. But yeah, didn't Sojin have a thing where like she had to hit her regular fire in order to be able to charge up the railgun, and that was the thing that did the one shot headshots? Am I misremembering no. that? No. I don't remember that. Oh, I honestly damn. can't remember. What's I, that I, Sojourn? What's that BlizzCon 2020? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe it was 20, are you able to find any gameplay of Sojourn that you could bring up for us? I, that might be a pretty hard ask because I we think can't it, remember I think when it might it have been 2019. BlizzCon 2019 because that was the one I worked and I remember them doing some sort of reveal there damn. about Overwatch I'm sure. Stuff. Didn't they show gameplay? They definitely showed gameplay at some point. Oh, oh here, yeah, here it is. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, this oh. is what I thought sojourn worked like a little bit like it i thought the primary fire was fast moving projectiles or something and then you did damage to charge up the railgun and that was the thing that could uh that could one-shot headshot so you don't have access my point being here that the one-shot headshot sounds crazy powerful but you might not have access to it all the time it might be something where you have to do damage to build that up and then you have like boom and That'd then kind of sick though i mean i think that would be a great mechanic to to add in there actually because the better you are the more you can scale that faster the more yeah. of those shots you're going to be able to hit like that could be amazingly fun to watch but i'm not saying that is how it works i really don't know i've uh, just based on that tiny bit of gameplay i'm yeah i'm seeing some gameplay you build it up yeah mm. okay well let's let's move on let's move further down this article then uh for the for the yiska article moving on from sojourn orissa so We've got Orissa coming up and then Doomfist. So I want to I wanna move on from this to talk fully about Orissa. Is this change going to make Orissa finally fun? Let's discuss in general. Orissa has been given a fucking spear, a javelin. It's... It, you can do so many things with this thing. It, apparently, it's like... Um, the ability called Energy Spear is a javelin that you throw and it knocks back opponents on hit and deals damage if they whack into a wall. So it, it is a bit of CC, but it's aimed CC, which I think is always better. That's what made Sleep Dart so good as well, because you can hit clutch shots, but it requires a level of mechanical ability. Um, then she's got Spear Spin that destroys projectiles. So it's a little bit like a defense matrix, but only for projectiles by the sound of it. But it also gives her additional movement speed. And then her ult sounds like something out of a MOBA. I, I've never heard of something like this in an FPS game where it pulls opponents towards Orissa in a large radius, reducing damage taken as she becomes immune to crowd control effects and channels. So the longer the ability is channeled, the more damage is dealt. I'm not even sure I really understand that. It sounds like 
she just sucks people in almost like a gravity well towards does Orisa damage over time. and does damage over time and you have to escape or you burst her down but she doesn't take crowd control takes reduced damage and takes reduced damage control, yeah. so you have to kind of judge whether or not you want to try and burst down the Orisa really fast or um escape i guess yeah. it sounds like a really cool ult though for almost peeling you yeah. know if like the, the whole team just, dives on your backline and you pop that ult they now thinking, have to decide uh, whether they want to focus you or run away thinking more generally as well i always i always talk about this um like the, the power fantasy of a hero when you play it right and keeping that in mind when you like are designing a, a hero and with orissa orissa was always just it felt like you should be controlling a death robot that should be crushing the skulls of your enemies. Mm. You know what I mean? Just like some, this walking, uh, this walking, unbelievable death machine. And, um, she and was actually, always kind of just... You were a horse that went... Bah, 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 yeah, it was kind of just like a She's a protector kinda... of Numbali. Protector of South <laughs> but, Africa. But, uh, like a, a machine She's like that. She's not the Terminator. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. But, but it, you know, you want to feel powerful, especially like the, the way she looks like... You showed that to somebody who hadn't heard of Overwatch before. They think, "Oh my god, that's like a." I feel like that enemy is going to charge me down, and like, you know, maybe I've been playing too much Elden Ring. I don't know, but <laughs> the, but the, the answer is yes. I remember to that I remember speaking to um to Scott Mercer at one of the um like post uh, watch uh, what is it just a, the the after party I guess at the um at one of the grand finals. Oh right, right. And I I I remember just briefly talking about Arissa. And saying, like, from my perspective at the time, I was like, dude, why, why would anyone... I was like, man, are you guys making changes to Orisa? Like, I can't imagine anybody would play it. Um, and that was just a naive viewpoint because a lot of people really liked the way Orisa played in terms of just her being simple to play and still feeling effective. Yeah. Because she was, like, incredibly low demands in terms of the mechanics. Like Hard anybody, to feed. Yeah, anybody, anybody could play her, which a large portion of the player base really enjoyed, apparently. She's, like, one of the most popular tanks in Overwatch 1. Um, and I think these changes, obviously, they add, like, more of the... There's, there's two directions you go in. You either keep her like that, and you severely reduce her effectiveness so that she's not incredibly good at pro play, but she's still good at the lower ranks. Mm -hmm. um, or you try and increase her skill cap, and then you change her in that way so that basically she... You could, it's, easy, it's easier to balance her in line with the other tanks, I suppose, at the very highest level and in the lowest level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't make her very easy to execute and still balance her for pro play and That's quite hard low level least. because hard. as soon as you... Yeah, it's basically... It's, it's like, I'm not wording this very well at all, but also, again, just going to put this on. I wasn't supposed to be on this episode. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the balancing act of Thanks, making easy to execute hero and also its power needs to be kind of balanced in a way where... If you have a, uh, a hard-to-execute hero in terms of just the mechanics, then obviously you need to be rewarded for being able to do really well with it in terms of like your output. But it's not going to... I'm, I'm, I'm waffling. Just get me off the show. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a good <laughs> point. Get me off the show. That's a good get point, me off the show. I'm, 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 I'm tanking out here. I'm tanking. <laughs> I'm tanking. My material's not working. I'm, I, turn, <laughs> I turn him in a suit. <laughs> Oh, oh he's bombing. I'm he's bombing. He's actually, this is just the, this is the, what is it, the lazy duck? Whatever this is. Yeah, the, the lucky the, duck, I think it the was. The lucky yeah. duck. How much a comedy night at Oh, Pacha. fucking hell. All right. Yeah. Connor, so, Jonathan, give me some of your thoughts on Arisa. Does this sound at least cool? Sounds. It sounds cool, but I mean, 
I, I guess we'll have to figure out like what she does now, like what role she fills, because mm -hmm. obviously like they've removed very important uh, parts of her. I mean, they removed her like shield and her halt. Her yeah, shield and so halt are both gone. She's so. not by any means like a slow shield tank anymore. Um, she has a javelin that she throws. She has something that soaks up projectiles. So it just sounds like offensive Sigma to me, I guess. Uh, and then she has like an AOE ult. So I don't know what, what I, I guess it sounds like a cool kit. I'm just concerned. Like what, what does, like if you play Orisa, like what, what, what are you trying to do for your team? Um, uh, I, I view Orisa as when you, when you look at her kit holistically, I view her as now she is an extremely offensive, like disruptor type of character because like, so her fortify she kept, but you get more HP while also taking reduced damage. So and then her spear spin, which is replacing her shield, she moves faster and it absorbs projectiles in front of it and it pushes enemies away. So when I view yeah. that, I view that as like if you're fortifying and dropping the spear spin, you're like, and maybe before that you throw a javelin, right? So you hit someone with a the javelin, they're pinned against the wall for a second, they've done extra damage, then you engage really quickly. And like maybe that you have your ult ready, right? Then you have your ult ready, and then you drop the ult. And then like everyone's drawn in. And then, oh, what's that Jinmu up in the sky? He drops the barrage. Everyone dies in the fucking ult because it's all being drawn towards Orisa. It's like a grab almost, you know? Yeah, it sounds a bit um, like a grab. So like to me, I view Orisa now as like she's a bra she's essentially an, an engage heavy brawler. It is like she's something that you can like do damage with, but also disrupt people, pin them down, like move bring them towards you. Uh, she's kind of she's able to get into the fight and be a little tanky while she's getting into it. So and then, but afterwards she might not be as survivable. I do worry a bit because like since she doesn't have a shield anymore, I wonder what her cooldown is for both the fortify and her. The like, fortify is her ult. No, 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 no it's no, not. Sorry. Her what? ult's the Terra Lance, which is the thing where it drags people into you and it does damage. She doesn't have fortify. It says at the top she only yes, kept her fortify. She only oh, kept fortify, which now it just now, now gives her also HP. gives additional yeah, HP into her ult because she's no, no, the damage no, the fortify is, control. They they stack by the sound of it, but we don't know all of the details involved. But yeah, it sounds like they stack. To me, I think Here's what's my, more important than yep. even all of this is just. Is, uh, are people actually going to find her engaging to play? I and think that a kit sounds cool as fuck. Me just reading that, cool I want to play Orisa. That, that, yeah. Me just reading that is like, yeah, I want to chuck spears at people. Fucking yeah, I do. So Also, I want to be like, sounds a, cool. I just when you pop your ult, you just want to be like a whirlpool that sucks everyone in. They can't escape and you don't take damage and you can't get CC'd. Dude. It just sounds like a dick move. It just sounds yeah. cool. Like, Give me a fucking cool. blink dagger and I go in and smack <laughs> that thing. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Does it pull people in? Yes. yes Is it reverse it polarity? It pulls, Is it Magnus? It, 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 Essentially, it's like a grab, yeah. But she takes less damage while she's doing it, and she can't be CC. She does. She actually does sound crazy. Does. I, I awesome. want to play her. You've, cool. you've got an Anna miles away, just healing her up, so you can't even kill her while she's doing this. You pop your fortify. You pop wow, the terror. You're lands. thinking of that, but you're not including the additional variables. Okay. Which is the enemy team's dung slinger. <laughs> Firing from the backline. Sojourn as well. Just slowing them up. Right, right. No, that doesn't make sense. That's why you need the blink dagger. That doesn't yeah, make sense. That's why you buy blink dagger first. <laughs> Rush blink dagger. No boots. But I uh, think this is the exact rework they needed, though, to potentially make Orisa a viable character in Overwatch 2. Though. You needed something that was going to be like you could have more impact and be brawly and not be stuck behind a shield. Because shields in general are going to be a lot worse in Overwatch 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on down the list, though. We go from Arissa to Doomfist. 
and we had only just had the confirmation that Doomfist was a tank, and then there's this article that lays out the abilities and tries to explain what they are. I mean, okay, Doomfist has moved into the tank role and had his kit adjusted as well as his HP increase. Already in Gunba's, um, in Gunba's mode, what had they done in that? Actually, I don't think Doomfist had even been adjusted in that mode, had they? No, he was pickable as was. a tank in the workshop mode. Yeah, he, he had extra health or something. Anyway, I can't remember. That's kind of beside the point. Right, so Rocket Punch has had its damage lowered significantly, but receives additional functionality through another ability introduced in the kit. This new ability is called Power Block, which allows him to absorb damage for a short amount of time, and that charges the rocket punch's damage up to comparable levels as they are on live. So it sounds like you have to take damage as Doom in order to charge up your fist to one-shot people. Otherwise, it's just a CC mechanic, I guess, or like mm. an engage mechanic to get closer to the front lines. Then Rising Uppercut and Seismic Slam have been combined together in the sense that Doomfist will uppercut at the start and then slam down in a much wider area to provide crowd control. And the damage has been described as moderate. So I guess Doomfist, they've really... They've kind of lent into him being a CC. Or just a brawler. This big brawler that's yeah. the centerpiece of fights. Yeah, I, I do... Worry a little bit, though, because it sounds like Arissa does what he does, but better. Well, Arissa doesn't actually have a gap closer apart from the spinny shield, like yeah. spinny spear. spear yeah, spin, but we don't sure. know what the cooldown of that. If but the it's cooldown's like, quick, then, you know. I'm just wondering, because Doom's survivability seems... They've increased his HP, sure, but he's not immune to crowd control. Like, if he's charging up a punch where he's just sucked up a bunch of damage, mm. he's got a bunch of damage on his punch, he's charging that bad boy up. Yeah, but it doesn't say that he has to take the damage as he charges it up. It just says he has a different skill. So it's possible you can take, it, like, a headshot, and then Doom's new skill is like, all right, now you can just punch yeah, someone and kill him. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Because Doom had this, like, weird niche where you could do some really cool tech with him because the, the uppercut and seismic slam were separate abilities. And now it's like... It, yeah. You can't... It's like, those days are over, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it, right? But who knows? I don't know. It's it, well, my my concern is they kind of mm. shifted him into this role without uh, I don't know. He will probably still have one of the most mobility of all of the tanks, though, because yeah. you, if assuming they haven't changed his punch tech, you can still punch off diagonal walls, for example, and like yeah, like know, a diag punch, yeah, and engage Dude, super that would aggressively. Sick. And and the uppercut seismic slam. It, it obviously reduces some elements that you can do. You can't, you know, like punch into Seismic Slam. You have to do the uppercut first by the sound of it. But I'm sure people will still figure out ways of chaining those together to get into weird positions or to find some, like, engages. Hmm. They, they've certainly reduced some of the creativity, but he's actually been allowed to keep a lot of the crowd control. When you consider Overwatch 2 as a whole, they're trying to get rid of most of that. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of most crowd control in the game. Doom sounds like he's going to be pretty heavy CC compared to everybody else. Yeah, I worry pretty significantly about this rework because it's like he comparatively to like if comparatively to every other tank, he seems incredibly vulnerable to like CC for engages and like getting out and stuff. Like when you when you compare it to like a Winston as a bubble, Diva, you can like poke and fly in Matrix. Like there's a lot more options for other tanks to 
get out and to prevent CC. And Doom doesn't appear to have that currently. He has the, and then on top of that, they've kind of neutered his character in that he can't do all the cool Doomfist parkour is no more. Like obviously there'll still be ways to combine it, but you can't do it in the same way used to which i know people enjoyed about that character i really do like i really doomfish care Marvel. yeah no i don't really care because i didn't think doomfish should ever been a character in overwatch to begin with i think like his it didn't it, like he was the cc mechanic of him i didn't like i never okay. liked that okay. part of his kit ever i feel like it was just like starting from an unfun baseline but i think moving into a tank role makes almost more sense for him because i'd rather him be disruptor heavy and engage heavy and he can lock people in place and survive versus he flies in one shot somebody flies out you know that's yeah. really fucking annoying i mean you know, that like, might to me, still happen depending it could on still how happen but if it does happen then i feel like you would probably have to be fucking up significantly more than you would when he was a dps you mm. know that that's how i'm looking at it. and also how does his ult work like is it still gonna have the same ult because if his ult is still the same that is terrible for a tank ult you want a tank ult to set up your team you want a tank ult to be like a like something to help your team engage or to like finish a fight his ult just the meteor strike sucks like it's it's like not it's not good for a tank ult. it's just another dps yeah. ult still yeah so like i mean it allows point. you to like engage re-engage you know but the thing like, is if you really know the doom, the, if the doom pops ult right and you're like okay the doom and he's your tank like before when you're like okay the zarya has grabbed you're like okay we're preparing to play around the grab okay doom pops ult he pops in the fight pops ult like your the engage has happened but, but already, i think you know? maybe maybe this will end up and again this isn't very strong but maybe it'll be used primarily as a disengage tool you know you use all of your abilities to get in set bad, up your team no. but you're not worried about dying yeah. because you alt away it was still used in that it, it was, it people was still used it like that a bit in out but not all the but time but that, that sounds like a dps like ult yeah right? i that's agree not it's like not when a strong you have your solo ultimate. tank ult like compared to Orisa's, where it's like it's now not you have no yeah but also but... it's not grav it's not it's not even like a shatter or like a bomb or anything like you could maybe view it as sort of like a diva bomb yeah it's a bit more like enemies. diva bomb actually diva bomb itself doesn't seem very strong in a world but the where... problem is he has to recommit himself into the fight for that ult while diva's just throwing sure. her mech right yeah. like, but i think yeah. that's kind of fine i mean the design about doomfist is he's like a martial art combo kind of character right mm -hmm. he's able to go in go out you're able to you know, throw punches and slam around. And like, I think that's fine. If he's supposed to be like a dive hero, sort of similar to Wrecking Ball then, I suppose, and you're able to navigate the fights and navigate the map like a lot, I, okay. I think that's kind of fine. You don't need to be this big ult-centric tank hero. There are certain DPS heroes that are like very reliant on their ultimate like genji you want to charge that blade and that's like the one big thing really compared to his shuriken damage and then there are other dps characters with like i mean widowmaker might be a poor example but like widowmaker's ultimate doesn't affect like her main kit she still just like shoots right and so i i think it's fine to have a tank that doesn't revolve around the ultimate and maybe it just enhances uh the way he engages or disengages you, like a little bit you've mentioned uh the base design being kind of like a fighting a fighting game inspiration what if you gave his ultimate was a grab and he can just he can just Dude. he gets in there he I grabs one sick. of the other grabs one of the other heroes and just starts walking off with them and the I rest of the team so pummels cool. them or if it was like blitzcrank from like well i guess that's a hook essentially already for roadhog but yeah like i guess it's a you hook, can hook heroes. no but i think i think like something where he can like he challenges them to a wrestling match and they grapple for a bit you know like, like you guys that. um they'll fly up together with the ult i i just don't like his ult as like because to me when i look at this ult it views to me like we've made then it implies to me that like they want doomfist to be a tank but still do the same role that doomfist does now which means that he's even more annoying and that to me is not i don't like what that if they feedback. turned his alt into an orissa pull because they removed it 
like as in it, it, it still has a damage, but they turned it into an erisipal, so you can use it to set up plays. What? I mean, but then that just sounds heinously strong. Yeah, but the because entire you can just it sounds like deploy. their entire philosophy with Doomfist is like fuck the survivability. They've increased his health, sure, but like he's he's his playstyle is not going to be the same as like using your punch to diag in, seismic slam, uppercut, and punch out, because I don't know how the cooldowns are going to work with that now that they've combined one of the abilities. They, yeah. It sounds like they want him to be more brawly and getting in there and just fighting over long periods of time and punching and, and staying in there, getting stuck in. Like, that's their yeah. identity for, for Doomfist, I think. Yeah, but I agree. his ult kind of goes against that because it's so weak. Like, as soon as you use it, you're off the battlefield. Your soul tank is missing. Hmm. And also, there you have a visual indicator of where he's going to be at all times. Like, you yeah. literally know what he's going to be doing. It. There's no way to, like, set up something interesting. Like, obviously, your team could re-engage. Like, they could jump the back line, and then your Doomfist could come in, right? But the problem is, is that if your Doomfist is ulting to come in while you dive, there's no tank to set up the dive. Yeah, there's, there's only one tank. So, yeah. Like, I feel like it's going to be mostly used to either escape or refresh cooldowns, right. which but is a, weird, saying. What it's if a it, weird position for They removed Halt because it's like, it was a really powerful ability. Right. Like they, were, they were finding it difficult to balance, I think, as well on the lower end because at low end, people don't coordinate their shit, yeah. but at the high end, people always coordinate it. It's what yeah. made Arissa so crazy. But if you add it into an ultimate, it's not so oppressive to the point where it's being used every fight. Right. It's just, sure. it's, yeah. it's but what, like... What, but what is your idea? He goes into Meteor Strike, and wherever he clicks wherever on he the map... Wherever he comes down, it a pulls everyone into it. He creates, like, a crater, and it literally, like... But then that's just, like... Fucking, but that's dude, like... how sick is this? He condenses gravity to fucking pull everyone in. That's oh, what's the, what's the What's the counter to this? Because, like... What do you mean the counter? He doesn't need a counter, bro. He's Doomfist. He's fucking punching shit. He's I getting mean, stuck I in. The power fantasy, Connor. The power fantasy. But that sounds very powerful. I don't Extremely give a fuck. Make him powerful. Make this Overwatch 2 make everyone powerful. Yeah. Overpower everybody. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Oh, well, I wanted well, to ask this question, sure. right? D Connor, you were talking earlier about Doomfist being susceptible to CC. What CC are we actually worried about Doomfist running into in Sombra Overwatch mostly. 2? What, sorry? Well, it's pretty much Sombra. Well, well Sombra, Sombra has a hack that disables abilities for one second, right? That was the... Well, we don't know this for a fact, but that was the the like patch that the pros had originally played on when they first play tested it that's what made it into gumbers also, they, they also take like 50 percent more damage while hacked right yeah so, yeah Cassidy still has a, a like a very short stun right with a flashbang mm, you can interrupt with it we don't know that like no, i think I, we I think they said that did they in did one they of the videos him? didn't they say that like when when they were talking about the reductions of cc across the board they were like I think they mentioned Cassidy's flashbang as like being shortened to the point where you can interrupt abilities. Oh, I but see. it doesn't like lock you down for long periods of time. Right, right. So I think, but it feels like the CC is going in a direction where Doom would get interrupted more so than like yeah. stopped from you know stopped for long periods of time. But I guess an interrupt on a punch really does screw you up if you yeah, do. Yeah, it does. And also, yeah, if you interrupt gone. your tank for the dive, still, if your whole thing is based around like your doom setting up your dive, like even just interrupting them means the dive is boned. You know, like yeah. everyone's like there's there's a lot of options where like and obviously that could happen to other tanks as well with how maybe how strong Sombra is. I just feel like Doomfist and the way that he is playing, he is more susceptible to that than other tanks. Okay, so. Hmm. Intriguing though. Didn't somebody? Wasn't there some rumor recently that he was like overtuned and the pros were using him a lot or something? No, I, I don't know. I've only I heard thought I'd seen that Sojourn. somewhere. I've heard on... no rumors about Doom. Oh. So. Well, maybe I'm talking completely out of my ass. Um, was there anything else in the article from Yiska, or are we moving on to our next topic? Uh, no other additional heroes have made the alpha test so far. He means in terms of he doesn't just mean there's only three 
What's the, the next in the alpha test? What's the next means... Can shockwaves sail paper boats? What? What? Oh, this article. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's like a, oh, okay. I think I it's a metaphor. Oh, I think right, it's I a it. metaphor. Um, let's let, let's move on to our next topic, though, rather than just ripping GG Recon of all of their of articles. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry. there was a Q&A that was posted with Molly. And it, where was this? On Facebook or Weibo or something? Uh, it was posted... I actually don't know where it was posted. It just I have a feeling was it was on their Facebook page for some Facebook. weird reason. Yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking that, but I think I saw it on the Overwatch competitive subreddit, and it was like, oh, it's on the well. There's a team. There's a full interview on the Team Billy Billy page. Apparently. Ah, okay, Team Billy Billy. Yeah, Billy maybe Billy. maybe that's where I got it from instead. All right. So anyway, this was then translated, and Molly was saying that supports feel. Uh, underpowered, the quote here says, it feels less friendly to support players, and the pace of the game has slowed down, which is bizarre to me. But let's start with the support player stuff first. If the devs are saying, oh, we didn't realize that having one less tank would mean that the Zenyatta gets snacked on, then I guess we're just in the world where supports are going to be brutalized right now, right? Where running... Running a flex support that's just a big means concern. You are dead. Well, it's a big concern in general for the game as a whole. Not not even thinking about pro play. Okay. I think from the beginning, people didn't want to play tanks because they found tanks unfun. What if they just what if they've now with these changes made supports unfun? Mm. And then queue times are also just as bad. Because no one wants to play support. Because no one wants to play support because they're getting snacked on. Like that's a real risk of this. Mm-hmm. Although I think an easier challenge to solve compared to when they were trying to balance the philosophy of having two tanks, personally. Because I think you can make buffs to the individual supports. I mean, supports have been fun in the past, so yeah. the, there's at least that to go back to, I think. Yeah, that is a bit of a concern, I think. Uh, it also just makes sense right now, I think, with the way that you would conceptualize Overwatch 2 with a single tank. It feels like supports would be the primary target. Mm-hmm. Going for a dive or getting a snipe off or something means you would want to take out the support line. You're not going to try and focus the tanks. The other DPS, yeah, you're going to challenge them, but more so to push them away. The supports are often going to be the target. Uh, what's, uh, what's the solution there? I mean, they do have that passive buff to make them more survivable. Turn but into DPS. You can't always, as a support player, just avoid taking damage for however many seconds before you take passive regen. Unironically, turn them into DPS. And they all just or like not not, not cha- actually change. This sounds like a, a stupid. I have given I've used my one brain cell and it was earlier <laughs> kind of take. But if they if they overtune supports to the point where they can now handle shit, they can they can take fights. You know they can handle that. But that's kind of like they can hold it down. That's I like think. BAP, right? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, kind of like make it so that supports like you either have supports with, with great mobility so that they can escape away from threats, More or right. you give them great offensive ability so that they can handle fights on the, by themselves. Mm. Or like, not by themselves, but they can, they're not so much as a sitting target, you know, waiting for help from the rest of the team kind of vibes. That's kind of what Zen is though, but he's mega glass cannony. I mean, mm-hmm. he can win a 1v1. If you're a really good Zen, you can win. It's just, you don't have very much health to what miss a they, single shot. What if they had an ability with Zen where he deconstructed his body and split into two entities. <laughs> and then just... it altered his hitbox. 
so that if somebody tries to dive you, he literally like splits himself into twain for like a second. It's kind of like, I swear to God, I have not taken anything before this, <laughs> before this episode. No, I know I'm you haven't. I know, shit, I know you but, haven't. But the swagged up in a suit and you're telling like us ether and just sleep at the PSO for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but what if uh, he? What if he? Like you give him to, to give him survivability, but it's not quite survivability. It's like at will he can shift his hitbox. So like somebody's aiming at the middle and he literally just splits into two and he's still firing orbs from the other sides. Like he's still the same. He's just like harder than hit. I think we should write this down and send it in. (laughs) (laughs) This might be the weirdest idea I've ever heard for game design. You gotta think out the box of this kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, that's so far out the box. I can't see the box anymore. I'm not even thinking about boxes. You think about it, resources, your health, speed, Damage that you use to balance heroes. Okay. No one's thinking about a hitbox. Kind of true. Kind of true. But also, how would you even control the two separate parts of his you body? They would, you would still have control of both. It would just be harder to hit. What are you talking about? Like, I don't like, understand. They wouldn't, when I'm saying two separate, like Zen would be able to control. Like on your screen, you would see everything as normal. Like you're firing at your crosshair. But it's just a hole has opened in your body for bullets to go through. Yeah, basically you like, <laughs> you scatter your body parts because he's fucking, he's using anti-gravity shit anyway. But then what's the, uh, but everything should have like a counter. So what is the counter to Zenyatta? Well, it's like on a cooldown. It's like, it's kind of like Ray form, except he's not immune to damage. He's just harder to hit. Yeah, it's just like it's something to he help him so, when he so gets you're pressured. Saying, so his hitbox is now on two sides of him. Yeah. Okay. So you split, and so what? What is the well, like, damage? It out? Like, if you shoot parts. one, does it do? Does it do the same amount of damage to the other part? Like, Honestly, how much damage would you Brent, take? That, that would, in some ways, make him easier to hit as well. With some abilities, just, yeah. Yeah, the more spread out he is. But like, if there's a tracer on him, and he like scatters his hitbox so that she can only hit a small section of it. But he's still going to take full damage from each piece. Not if they make it so that he takes individual damage on each piece of the hitbox. But <laughs> that would be quite complicated. I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail us because I listen. I know we all, we all got places to be. We've got business meetings. So. But this is, this is madness. I mean, what you're discussing is madness. I think yep. a better place to start from would be, does the passive bonus for the supports even help at all, do you think? In the chaos, in the, if we're envisioning Overwatch 2 to be a bit more chaotic... Are there even that many opportunities where supports take passive healing regeneration because they've been out of damage for very long? It doesn't feel likely. No, I don't think there is. In fact, that's why I was making the joke earlier about, like, you know, the Brigida of, like, you know, we've reverted to where main supports have only seen Brigida gameplay, or, like, supports will never, main supports will never be Lucio again. I, the more I hear about Overwatch 2, I'm like, Lucio's back, baby. Like, think about this. Like, how are you supposed to play any flex support with essentially you can't like aside from Brigida and Lucio, like I don't I, I think Brigida, Lucio, and Mercy are relatively equal, but like when you think about how mobile you have to be and the combat value that you can get from Lucio, I honestly feel like Lucio is legitimately gonna be really good in Overwatch too. Um, especially if you need to like because also you can't you can't really pocket a support, like yeah, you can pocket with Brigida, but that can only do so much when you only have one tank. Well, you can just do the better thing where you can just run away with the speed boost, you know? So I actually find that Lucio might actually be meta in keeping support players alive more so than a Brigida. We're going, be. we're winding the clock back. Yeah. So many Because think years. about it, like you can't, like when you think about it, if you're a Brigida and an Ana sitting there waiting for a dive and you only have one tank and your DPS players maybe are off trying to set up their own dive and they've set up the dive before you, 
they they do the new Doomfist tear in reality, and now you're sucked into the fucking black hole, and then he lands on you, and then both the DPS players are there. Like, you can't win that fight, even with a Brigida. Like, you can't, yeah. especially if you've already used a cooldown before. And it's just but about you, buying time to win the engagement for the yeah, rest exactly. of your team. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what's better? Running away. <laughs> discretion is a better part of valor no i understand yeah and also having like a boop to like deny like a, a, an engage and having some extra damage from lucio comparatively to brigida and so like i don't know i just find that like lucio might be a lot more meta than we think potentially in overwatch 2 as for the passive stuff i think that's useless if everything's going to be really fast paced though molly does say in that same interview that he thinks the game is slower yeah, where has that come from? Which I don't... The only thing I can see the reason for that being is, like, theoretically, with less players on the field, let's say someone gets picked by a Widow and you're a 5v4, maybe you just regroup all the time now and because you have less tanks to, like, put shields in front of a Widow, maybe it feels like everyone's just waiting for picks to come back more or something? This might be being determined by the best team in the region as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if Molly's taking... Uh, having scrims and they're playing against a team that's just got a really good slow play style and they feel like it's oppressive, but that's just because the team they're playing against has figured that out. It's not the meta everywhere else. I guess that could be another solution or, or another yeah. explanation. Might, might yeah, be, it could just be a team thing. Maybe something lost in translation as well. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to assume that, but I could also, the other thing I was thinking with this is that when I was casting a workshop mode, it felt like the flow of the game where you have these definitive stop and starts to team fights didn't really exist in the 5v5 mode. It was so brawly that fights would bleed into one another. And the actual, like the ebb and, if you think of like the ebb and flow, like on a graph, you have these big peaks and troughs where mm. the fights slow down and teams are regrouping and then the team fight really kicks off and it's like up here. But I find it really difficult to cast the 5v5 mode because it was like, it was like a slow buildup. And then sometimes the fight would just continue and it would bleed into the next big definitive fight. Mm. Um, Maybe that's what he means in terms of like, if you're really good at the game, if you're the best team in the world and you're scrimming right now and you're able to spot those like, oh, we should be backing off, but like the, you, you kind of want to keep taking the fights. Like the fights probably feel quite prolonged maybe where you're like, you're constantly taking shots at one another, but the big advantages you're seeking take much longer to, to get comparative to Overwatch 2. Yeah, I could see that. Like the, the, I could see in that. The, in your head as a pro view. player, you're thinking of like the defining moment to win a team fight or like the actions to take a, to win a team fight. And you're like, holy fuck, this team fight's taking 20 minutes yeah. instead of being over in 10 yeah. seconds. Yeah, I could see that aspect. The question is what you define as the game slowing down because yeah. I feel like even in that situation where a team fight lasts twice as long, yeah, I suppose by some definition, the game is slower, but there's also a lot of action happening in that whole team fight that lasts twice as long it's just that you don't get the huge peak and then uh, wait a second another huge peak it's interesting anyway I, I don't know if we will really have the answers until the beta is released and we get to see games happening I think Molly is off the goop I think he's on the <laughs> calm down or something they removed the reset and he's like oh the game is slower They're, they removed her barrier what's going on there what's going on there mate I don't know they'll fix it they got they got two months maybe i'm just sniffing hopium over here but i'm, I'm confident they'll sort it out they'll well, they don't really have two months before the beta they have a month and what a week what was no, the date today don't, don't worry about it yeah it's april, april 26 they have essentially a month and a week until the public beta goes live and then a week before overwatch league after that so mm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on the hopium i'm not worried mm. i i think either way it's going to be fun at the beginning even if even if it's crazy unbalanced 
it's going to be fun at the beginning because it's going to be so new. Yeah. And then you only really get bored of shit like a month in. And then by that time, hopefully they'll be patching because they should be patching their beta anyway because that's something they need to be doing as they gather feedback over the course of time anyway and those will make their way into the league. So uh, I think yeah. no matter what, it's still going to be fun to begin with. The, the, the hero redesigns look good. People are excited about it. It's in content creators' hands. Yeah. They've finally got a beta. Like, all of the stuff they absolutely had to do, otherwise it was going to be a disaster, they've done. They've done the... Yeah, the game sounds fun. They've done the, they've done the minimum to make the launch of the game in late April, early May actually successful, I think, and hype. Yeah. I think people are going to like it, just based off the very minimum stuff that we know right now. We're a month. We're, we're a month away. Imagine like one week away from the beta. People are gonna lose it. Man. Like yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Like I Christmas, but are. in April, instead of December, <laughs> like Easter. When? Uh, when's Easter? Uh, it changes. It changes. It's an April sixteenth. Why believe. does it change? It's a movable feast. It, uh, it. It's based on like a Sunday in. Wasn't. But Easter's like the resurrection of Christ. No, is like that. Is that not the basis of it? Or does it have like? Well, I mean, he was kind of he was down to a date. Does it have roots on in like? Where did the eggs come? Pagan festivals. I think most Christian dates actually have their roots in pagan festivals. festivals. I think Christmas. We are way off topic. The Christmas dates are based on like Saturnalia. I mean, this is very interesting. We should make it. (laughs) Yeah, we should. We can start a theology (laughs) podcast called the Council of Nicaea. Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. All right. Well, that that was the belly of the whale. What's right? When was he in the belly of the whale? What date was that? Mate, that was Jonah. That wasn't oh, Jesus. Wasn't that, like, that was like okay. Old Testament, wasn't it? Oh right. Dude, we've, lo- we've lost our Christian demographic. We've lost, <laughs> we've lost our Christian demographic. God damn. We've, was we've Jonah and the whale Old Testament? Yes, yes. Jonah, Jonah and the whale was not like, fuck me. I'm, I'm not having this discussion. Okay. I'm not going back to Sunday school. It's too late. You know, it's not possible to go inside a whale's stomach. Yes, because they they can only their eat throats things small, are very like tiny, they have and their mouths are bit yeah, their mouths are built to filter. I mean, also probably mm. water. So the Old Testament is a lie. Well, never I, said that. Well, we never said it was a lie. <laughs> Listen, we don't want to lose the entirety yeah. of the Christian we, demographic. We don't want to lose our Christian demographic. Definitely is a lie, but we're not going to say that. No, well, uh, you say oh. lie, but listen. The the religion is like a buildup of stories of of. What are we you know, doing? In the episode. I can imagine. I can imagine, okay, you know, it, it, it possibly let's... has its roots, you know, when, when our common ancestors very far, long ago sat around a fire. Let's go to Brent's player of the were... week. <laughs> My let's player go... of the week, this, okay, I'm, gonna be, I'm just going to say straight up, this is going to piss some people off. Is it Jonah? This is, no, this is going to annoy some, this oh, is actually th- going to piss some people off. This is going to piss people off more than you tackle in the origins of Christianity. Well, that's just interesting. Okay, yeah, but like, this one isn't. I, I feel like you shouldn't be offended at that. That should be just like okay. the, cu- the common curiosity of human beings should sure. want to be met there. Sure. But I'm not going to get onto that. This, this <laughs> one, I, I, sent you a, I sent you a name. Um, th- yeah, this is going to piss people off, especially because we've got a bunch of Overwatch 2 news. But I, listen, when we get something more concrete. <laughs> just groaned. When we get something more concrete, I'll, um, you're not showing it? Okay, you don't have to show it if Wait, you think you know who won Brent's Play of the Week last week? No. Miyazaki. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Miyazaki, firstly, the way my fucking speedruns are going, I'll be rescinding that soon. <laughs> Secondly, maybe I shouldn't give it to this, uh, this individual. Why? Well, is because, it, it's it too not, because it's not, it's not Overwatch related. People are going to be pissed. What, well, okay, what does Kurt not want to show? <laughs> now I'm curious. <laughs> It's just Who like, is this individual, if friend? you thought Miyazaki was niche, like, go 12 
just what's that iceberg meme? <laughs> it's like at the bottom of the iceberg of Elden Ring. Let's okay, but let me that. explain. But let me explain. Just do it. But let me explain. Just do it. Dude, pull the guy up. Let me explain this one, okay? Let me try and defend myself. <laughs> this guy, Alter 4 JP4. This motherfucker, I'm telling you right now. This guy from Japan, the speedrunner. I swear to God, this motherfucking Giga Chat. He comes in. He's a speedrunner, right? I'm pretty sure he does um, speedruns in, in Dark Souls 1 as well. But he streams like once every two days. And this guy just goes live. It's like three o'clock in the morning my time. I'm in bed. I'm on my laptop. I'm watching. And he just he just releases to the world a brand new fucking exploit slash blog that makes speedrunning viable. After the speedrun community was losing their mind. Elden Ring patch 1.02. They fixed the bug with the Royal Knights Resolve doubling the damage of the ice hat shit that was causing all the runs to be possible with the under 30 minute runs. This no absolute giga chad just literally shows up, streams for two and a half hours, and does a fucking any percent run with this with this new bug and just showcases it to the world refuses to elaborate <laughs> just refuses to elaborate doesn't say a word during the entire vod doesn't say a word well he literally just streams no webcam he just streams no no, no webcam no vod his bio could if you go to his twitch bio says please don't host or raid me <laughs> this guy this guy just shows up and he just gifts the speedrunning community th these unbelievable keys to be able to beat the game quickly yeah, I don't, I don't want raid and hosting. <laughs> yeah, smiley face. This, this absolute giga chat. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. And it, there's a, the, the the Speed Souls Discord. I'm like, I've got the Discoveries channel open as well, just in case people are posting new stuff. He just posts a clip, refuses to elaborate. <laughs> there's just some incredible parallels here with coming out of nowhere and blessing a community. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that, that's gonna annoy some people, but I, I want, I that's gonna annoy some people. Well, it's not gonna annoy our Christian fan base. They're gone. <laughs> they, they didn't hear it. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm done. I'm oh, done. Christ. Okay. Oh, That's I'm us. Done. That's us for this week. Episode 125 coming whenever there's more Overwatch news to talk about, honestly. We'll still be releasing our team previews. You can check those out. We should have two for you this week. And then... Who knows? We might have three team previews next week. We might have an episode. It depends on whether there's Overwatch 2 juice that's being dropped or stuff about the league that we want to discuss. We might be done. We might never release anything else. Goodbye. That's true, actually. <laughs> this might be the end. So subscribe to the channel, follow our Twitter, all of that good shit, and we'll be back with you uh, regularly in the run-up to Overwatch League 2022. How about that?